So today we're going to be talking about a lesser known serial killer named Bible John. Have you heard of Bible John? I have not. Okay, so Bible John actually came out of Glasgow, Scotland. He was known for killing three women there. He had crooked teeth and was known for quoting Bible verses from the Old Testament. Witnesses describe him as being very tall, slim, well-dressed. He might have been a younger man with red or blonde hair, about 25 to 30 years old. Um, some witnesses describe him anywhere between 5 foot 10 to 6 foot 2. <laughs> that's a big difference. <laughs> well, that's, that's what the witnesses say. And um, he was very opposed to adultery, and we'll get into that later. But, um, like, he was really, really upset with people who were adulterers. Um, he smoked embassy cigarettes. He may have worked in a laboratory. And, unfortunately, Bible John is still unidentified to this day. So they don't know who he is. They don't know who he is. So how the hell do they know his name is John? <laughs> well, we'll get into that in a minute. So, the first killing was in 1968, and the first person who was murdered, her name was Patricia Docker. She was 25 years old at the time of her death. She was married and had one child. However, she was separated from her husband. On her last night, she was to go dancing at a ballroom in town. She had informed her parents of her plans to go to the ballroom, and a witness recalled hearing a woman scream, Leave me alone. It was determined this may be... This may have been her screaming as the perp grabbed her while hitting her. She was found naked in a doorway of a garage by a man on his way to work. She was found only a few yards from her home. Patricia was beaten badly. There was an attempted rape on her. They, I guess he didn't actually go through with the rape. It just says attempted. Um, either way is bad, but... Um, she also was strangled with, um, they believe, a belt and she had blunt force trauma on her face and head her clothing was not found her purse and her watch were also missing the purse was later found in a river cart underwater um, by a recovery team and then the watch was found in a body of water near the murder scene okay so the second victim was jemima mcdonald she was 31 years old and had three children she also went dancing at the local ballroom and attended it regularly while her sister watched her children. Witnesses did see Jemima that night with a man. He was well-dressed and well-spoken, according to reports. During conversation, he was overheard quoting Bible verses. Jemima was last seen walking towards her home sometime after midnight, and her sister became concerned when she failed to return to get her children. There was a rumor going around town, I guess, about children who found a body in a like an abandoned building or some kind of like building that was like falling apart or whatever and um so her sister went to go check it out because she was concerned obviously about her sister and was hoping that wasn't her sister but when she did get to the building it was her sister um her the body was found laying face down with her shoes and stockings on the ground beside of it and Jemima was also badly beaten. She had been raped. She was strangled with her own stockings. Both women had been on their periods at the time of their deaths. Why do you mm. think, like, why do you think he would go out? Like, how would they know? Like, how would a serial killer know they were both on their periods, though? I'm sure he didn't, but, I mean, he got some red wings, I guess. I mean, I'm sure he didn't. Maybe it was just a coincidence. Unless he's been watching I mean, I couldn't tell you. Did he be looking in the trash can, seeing her 
seeing their stuff that they were throwing out. I just don't know. Unless he was like going around asking them, hey, are you on your period tonight? Yeah. Hey, you on your period? <laughs> Let's go dance. Okay, so after these two deaths, police went straight in investigating the crimes, but initially did not work them as connected cases. The cases eventually turned cold. Fast forward to 1969, which is a year later. 29-year-old Helen Puddock was found near a drain pipe in a garden. She was almost naked, beaten in the face before being raped like the other two women, and was also strangled with her own stocking. It sounds like he doesn't like women because he beats them all. And he beats them all in the face. Yeah, and he took all of their purses. So her her purse was also missing from the crime scene. Well, maybe he's got a purse fetish. Yeah, well, he, he took all three of their purses. Um... Her, per- but he for this woman, um, Helen. He actually scattered her purse contents, like all around the crime scene. Wouldn't it be weird if he just killed her and just distilled her purse? <laughs> he was too damn cheap to buy one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but um, yeah. So he scattered like the contents of her purse all around the crime scene, where the other woman he just like took the whole purse with him. Um, Helen was the only one who attempted to fight back from what we can see, um, because she actually had grass and weed stains on the bottom of her feet, so, um, they could tell from that that she was, like, putting up a really hard fight. He... he, What kind of forensics did they have back then? You have grass stains on the bottom (laughs) of your feet. Well, I mean, you're gonna have that if you walk through grass. They could just tell, like, she was... That she I can understand that she was dragged and she had grass stains on her knees, but her the bottom of her feet? What the hell does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I'm just, just telling you what they said. She <laughs> put up a fight, fight because her feet were dirty on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And she also had a really bad bite mark on her thigh as well. Yeah, that sounds like Ted Bundy maybe. Yeah, that's, that's kind of his M.O. as well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Helen's sister had been with her the night of her murder and so she was pretty much like the only like reliable like witness because she actually saw the guy she was like one of the only people to ever like really get like a good look at this guy and so like her witness statement was going to be like you know one of the main ones that they were able to use really oh he could have red hair maybe blonde (laughs) Uh, it could be either five ten or six fucking eight. Who knows? I mean, that's a good. That's that's a good. Yeah. Thanks for uh, giving us that sketch. <laughs> um. So Helen met the guy that she was with. They were like, um, he was with like another guy, or they met another guy there. Both of their names were John, and so the sister she got with one guy named John. And then Helen got with the other guy named John. And they were all, like, hanging out together at the ballroom or whatever. And then it ended up, like, her and her sister and Helen's John were in the car. And then that's the last time she saw her sister. Um, She said that he constantly quoted the Old Testament. And he got, like, really upset about married women going to the ballroom. Saying that any married woman who goes out to dance at that ballroom is an adulterer. And it just, like, got him, like, all riled up about it. Um, 
Now, like well, I said... Well, you're a piece of crap if you're an adulterer, but if you're a murderer, it's okay. <laughs> right? I guess he's okay to be a murderer, so he thinks what he's doing is fine. Yeah. He's okay. He's okay with killing people. He just doesn't want you to cheat on your husband. Oh, he's okay <laughs> for killing people who he thinks are bad people. Yeah. Which is stupid, but whatever. So... Maybe that's the reason why you're recycling Bible verses. <laughs> so, there's been 50,000 statements. 50,000 statements. That's a big number. 50,000 statements. And there's been more than 5,000 potential suspects. Detectives still have been able to solve the murders. And you asked me why that they call him Bible John. Like, how do they know well, his name know is why, John? Because they said that he cites out the words of the Bible, but... No, he said his name was John. And he's given out his name as John Templeton, John Sempleson, and John Emerson. Um, so we know it's a son somewhere. <laughs> Well, so one of the main potential suspects was a guy named John White. Um, and he was like a big suspect. But I guess circumstantial evidence and stuff that they had, it just ended up being thrown out. Um, and then there was several other Johns and other different name people um, that were suspects. But like I said more than 5,000 potential suspects and they haven't been able to solve the murders. Yeah, there's a lot of Johns out there. So, this case is still unsolved and there have been a lot of documentaries on this recently um, as well as other podcasts. So, hopefully, the attention that this gets will possibly help to the solving of the murders. No, it's in the 60s, dude. Doesn't mean it can't be solved. There's murders today being solved from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and so on. Yeah. With new evidence, new technology, there's a potential to solve all these cold cases today. So hopefully that happens and the families of these victims can get the closure that they need. Well, didn't they say you smoked palm oil or some crap? <laughs> Maybe they didn't get one of a cigarette butts. No, DNA. they he smoked not palm malls. He smoked embassy embassy cigarettes. I don't know. Mm, they might not sell them anymore. So, thank you for everyone listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, there will be more to come. Please subscribe to our podcast and we will continue to make these for you.